Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I had so much over here. I had to do it. You're listening to FCFL Live. Oh, you know. Yeah. The show that brings you all the stats, weekly breakdowns, interviews, and next week's picks. Sit back and enjoy the show as Shane and John bring you all the info inside the Florida Champions Football League. All right, here we are. Intro. Uh, I know you couldn't hear it, uh, but uh, we have some technical difficulties this week, but uh, we cured them, and Shane is here. How you doing, Shane? All right. I'm here via satellite. Yeah, via satellite, uh, uplink, but uh, he's here. That's the main thing, and uh, we're good to go. Um, the uh, the intro uh, is a, a band, uh, believe it or not, uh What's it Pathways, I think, is their, is their name. But he turned me on to them because I asked him to do me a piece. I wanted the, the Monday night uh, football theme done kind of that way. Uh, so we're working on that. Maybe next season we'll have that done. So uh, Here we are, week seven in the books. Uh, how you guys doing out there? I'm sure they're missing us, you know. We had that week off, so. Yeah, I do apologize. My work schedule sometimes uh, uh, dictates when I'm available to do these shows. Uh, We did try to get in earlier that week, but we couldn't iron out the time. And, you know, uh, just gets difficult once you get away from the time slot that we set. I will, uh, I think in two weeks, I believe it is, I have another uh, date, but we may only have to postpone that one like a half hour because I think uh, we're going to be getting out like at nine-ish. So, yeah. I'm sure I can handle the Yeah, it's, uh, we're doing the the kids uh, version of uh, Lion King Jr., so uh, they they're not going to keep him there till eleven o'clock. They already talked to me about it earlier. So uh, hopefully, you know, I should be able to get home relatively early and start the show nine thirty ish. 
but I'll I'll keep you informed. But nonetheless, we apologize uh, for not being here last week. We got a lot of a lot to catch up on uh, week six and seven. So uh, without further ado, let's get going. All right, let's jump right into it. Uh, week six, Saturday, March sixteenth. Uh, we had uh, the Tigers played the Cowboys, and the Tigers won forty to zero. I told you about these Tigers. Nobody wanted to believe me. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, uh, they're uh, they're nothing to uh, take for granted. That's for sure. Uh, we yeah. talked about it since uh, day one. They're uh, they're very skilled at uh, some positions, and uh, they're dangerous. And uh, then we had um, DC Raiders play the Saints. Uh, Raiders put up 62 points to a zero. Yeah. Raiders trying to come for that number one point slot. I think a lot of people expected those kind of games from them. Am, am I right? Yeah. Them, we've all seen them play. I mean, anybody that knows semi pro, I've watched them play. And it starts at the top and trickles all the way down. They're good at what they do. It's what we need down here in the south. Uh, the north has got some uh, some competition. Uh, we're going to get to that. <laughs> yeah, a little bit of competition. Well, that's a good thing. Uh, we had the uh, East Lake War Eagles play the Cougars. The Cougars won 13 this. Oh, that's the and Florida War Eagles. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. That's okay. Florida War Eagles. My bad. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so bad with those. Well, you know, it's easy because, uh, it, yeah, they've been around for a while under that name. So, yeah. I figured that game would be a close game come down to the last few minutes, and I pretty much did. Yeah, yeah. Um, pretty good game. Pretty good game. Uh, I think uh, maybe uh, I think maybe people expected a few more scores in that game than what it was, but uh, – from what I heard, uh, I didn't get a chance to watch uh, the piece, but uh, I heard there were a lot of turnovers. Yeah, that's what I heard, too. I heard there was like a last second, maybe it was a catch, maybe it wasn't a catch that could have decided. To... Yeah, yeah, there was some controversy about that. Like I said, I haven't got to see the video clips yet, but uh, I'm sure it will. Yeah, Nonetheless, um... good game, both teams, good game. We also had the soldiers play the Reapers. Soldiers won thirty to six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a good game. Uh, I think uh, people probably would have uh, expected you guys in the forty to fifty range, but uh, nonetheless, uh, honestly, we had a bad game. It's fine. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, no. I, I know uh, we've, we we well, we'll we'll get we'll get to that after we uh, we talk about that. <laughs> I mean, I like the Reapers. Describe a bunch of guys. You know, they showed up with like 18 guys, and they never give up. So they're a good yeah. group of guys. We've been playing against them forever. They're always trying to get that win versus the soldiers, and one day they'll maybe get it. Yeah, yeah. That's the uh, the team with uh, the young man that uh, got hurt. Am I correct? Yes, yes, yeah. uh, shout out to him. I, I hear know. he's doing better, right? I hear he's doing better. I have not heard any update today. Yeah, 
I didn't hear well, anything, see anything today. I'm sure the owner of the soldiers will reach out and try to see what he can find out. Yeah, if uh, any of you uh, Reapers guys are listening and uh, our owners and uh, want to call in and uh, give us an update on that young man, uh, please do. Uh, 646-564-9809. We're always concerned about uh, any of you guys out there that get hurt playing this game that we love. Uh, so, uh, uh, Godspeed to you, son. Hope you get the uh, better quick. Um, the next game we had was the Rise versus the Raiders. Oh, yes. And that was actually a good game, is from what everybody said. It was 15 to 2 was the score, but it was actually a better played game on the field than what the scoreboard showed. 18 to 2 is not really a bad game, so. Yeah. Well, I think it was a good uh, test and matchup for both teams to kind of evaluate, uh, you know, where they're at. Uh, You know, the Raiders kind of came into it uh, after the fact, and the Rides have been, you know, battling the adversity all season, uh, being a new uh, young team uh, trying to make a name for themselves. So, uh, you know. Okay, the Bulls had a bye week. Uh, we had the Tar Heels playing last year's 2000. Hello? Yeah, yep. A lot of noise in that. Sorry about that. Oh, that's okay. And uh, Tar Heels playing the Chiefs last year's FCFL champions. The Tar Heels win 38-28, to giving the Chiefs their first loss of the year. Yeah, that was tough. Uh, good game, though. Uh, heavy, uh, heavyweight bout there. Uh, and uh, I didn't hear any issues. Uh, so uh, that means uh, it was a yeah, good fought, heavy game. <laughs> yeah. I haven't heard no complaints from no players, so that's always no. a good thing. Yeah, it was pretty quiet. Uh, in fact, after that, so, uh, you know, hats off to the Tar Heels, uh, traveling on the road, coming down to the tribe nation and, uh, putting one on the chin. So, uh, Tar Heels making a statement in the FCFL this year. Yeah. And that was it for that week of games. That's all we had. Yeah. There were uh, a few buys that week, right? Yeah, yeah, a few buys. All right, yeah, it was a pretty exciting week. Uh, I know, uh, like I said, uh, the heavily anticipated uh, Chiefs and Tar Heels matchup. Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, I think uh, that may have been, uh, you know, one of the top five games uh, that you wanted to preview uh, at the beginning of the season, you know? Oh, yeah. Definitely. Definitely holding that video in my collection. Yeah, I think uh, hopefully uh, Rog is listening and uh, he can give us a call in later and and, uh, maybe Willie or uh, some of the tribe want to give a shout out and uh, let us know uh, how it went uh, from their perspective. And uh, we're always glad to take calls from you players, get your opinions on... uh, you know, 
how things are going and how the games look from your point of view. Uh, you know, we scrutinize them pretty good. And uh, the bottom line is, is we just want you guys to have fun. And, uh, you know, safety, obviously, is the priority. And uh, just to let you know, we are working diligently to change the current status of uh, what we have uh, in the officiating ranks uh, for next season. We just want to up the game. We want to, uh, to, we want more training. We want, you know, better, uh, just a better all around, you know, um, officiating uh, crews that, uh, you know, uh, keep the, the, the player priority safety uh, or, or player safety, uh, the priority one. So, uh, you know, we'll get there. It's uh, baby steps, but uh, to get to the level of, you know, where uh, the owners want to be with the officiating, you know, uh, uh, we got we to gotta change things a little bit and, and make it better for everybody. So <clears throat> looks like we got a couple of calls. Uh, callers uh, calling in and uh, we're going to go ahead and uh, take on week seven and uh, I'll go ahead and uh, see what's up with them and uh, you go ahead and start running down uh, week seven. All right. Uh, um, week go ahead, Shane. I'm sorry. I didn't work. All right. Uh, next game we got is uh, the Cowboys versus Saints. Uh, down in Miami. They'll get the uh, Cougars play the Raiders in Largo. We also have the Rise versus the Reapers down in St. Pete. Barracudas play the Tar Heels in Titusville. The Barracudas are on the travel. I got the uh, time. The Outlaws play the <laughs> War Eagles and Tarpon. That'll be a game I'm going to. I definitely want to see that one. Then you got the yeah. game the week at South is going to be the Immortals versus the Dade County Raiders. I think if he keeps offering uh, free pork sandwiches, uh, he's going to get quite a crowd. <laughs> right, I don't think he's going to offer that many. Yeah, right. That Raiders Immortal game is going to be good. Yeah, who do we got out on the line? We got Brad. Hey, Brad. Hey, you got Roger Lewis, Tario. Ah, see, I knew Roger was listening. Thanks to have uh, thanks for listening and uh, thanks for calling in. So, uh, uh, yeah, Rod, let's get to it, man. Uh, you travel all the way down here, deep to the uh, bowels of Florida. And uh, come into Tribe Nation and uh, put one on the chin. Tell us how it went. Uh, bus ride down and uh, getting off the bus and taking it home. It was a little tricky getting there. Uh, the bus ride, we ran into a lot of traffic or whatever. Um, yeah. You love that, don't you? Miami's wonderful for that. That sucks. <laughs> um, but once we got there, you know, first quarter, we dropped two touchdowns in the beginning. 
Uh, we kind of got lax and let them back in the game. They had a couple, you know, so they got a pump return, a six six, and they got a, uh, a nice little uh, run for the end zone. And then after that, it was all Target Nation after that. Oh, I know. So, uh, Matt played. Matt, uh, Matt put up, I want to say, three or four touchdowns on uh, touchdown passes. Yeah, I don't know who's got yeah, all that noise. Yeah, another 113 yards rushing. Oh, that might have been. I'm trying to listen there. So. Okay. Because I can't hear him through. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. That's fine. Uh, Go ahead. Go ahead, Brad. You know, the offense did their thing. Our offense actually clicked um, Saturday. We still made a lot of mistakes. I still feel like we uh, left a lot of points on board that we could have scored with the mistakes that we did have. Um, but right. other than that, you know, we capitalized to minimize the penalties. And defense play lights out like they do every week. <laughs> well, uh, you guys were prepared. And uh, you, you, you made it happen. So uh, hats off yeah, we, now. We watched, uh, them. We watched them on them. We watched them on them all week. You know, said we knew what they were gonna do. You know, said we keyed in number five, the best receiver. You know, said we keyed yeah. in on him. You know, hey, that boy's a monster. And number four, <laughs> that's probably the best running back we played all year. Probably gonna yeah. be the best back we played all year. I don't know what the fellas oh, yeah. got over there. We're gonna see, but number four, four for cheese, man. That man was a load. Yes, sir. He is. He will. Uh, he will definitely straighten you up if you uh, take oh, him. Yeah, man. We had a, we, he caught a couple bodies on us. You know, they put a couple, a couple of my guys on their back, and that don't happen too oh, often. Yeah. So, I mean, oh, yeah. I got to give it to number four and number five. My boys, my boys are the animals down there. Yeah, yeah. He's uh, he's a beast. Uh, he's he's uh, he's a monster down there. Uh, a lot of the the footage I see, yeah, he's just running over him. So, <laughs> yeah, man, I mean, was the animal, man. But it's not uh, too many bats like that in the league. No, and uh, it's good to see, you know, uh, that old school. I'm, 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 you know, I'm from that old school, that power, power run game. You know, uh, just keep hammering it. But uh, you know, not too many people are built to to just do that anymore. So. Defenses are tough. Uh, you want to run up the middle uh, all game, man. So, got to be balanced. Got to be balanced. And then we were able to get our running game going a little bit. I think we rushed up for our most rushing yards all season. Uh, that game, I think we put up a 13-yard rushing, give or take a few. So, we finally broke 100 yards rushing. With another yeah. 250 yard passing, so we—I mean—we had a good, uh, stellar offensive night, and we still missed a lot of keys, uh, a lot of drop passes, a lot of you know, uh, missed blocks and stuff like that. But overall, offensively, we 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 getting better every week. So. Yeah, well, this is the time to do it. Uh, the playoffs are in sight, and uh, there's no turning back now. It's a uh, full it's throttle. Tough. We don't have a bye week. We don't have a bye week unless we get that number two spot. So shame, man. We 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 at your neck because we need that number two spot, man. Well, you know, uh, you only got a few left, so uh, make them count. We 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 gotta win. These, we gotta win out. We gotta beat the soldiers, which is gonna be a tough task. But uh, I, I feel like we got the weapons to do it. Uh, it just depends on how the they travel game? and how they. 
Yeah, the last game of the season. Ooh, so, you know, yeah. um, that's going to be a good one. So, I mean, we had a yeah. pretty decent, pretty tough road to get to there. Uh, we got the Barracudas this weekend. Um, yeah. They look at they look at film. They they better than what their record shows. Um, they oh got, yeah, they got a lot of speed. You know, they got a lot of animals over there that I've played against several times. So we got a we got a pretty decent game this weekend. So we're gonna see what happens. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. The Barracudas are uh, very uh, underrated. Uh, Y'all better um, need the break. Yeah, they're dangerous because <laughs> uh, at any point they sneaky um, man. I've been watching film on them. They sneaky yeah. man. Yeah, their so, quarterback is very, yeah. uh, very talented. They sneaky. They got a couple receivers over there. Um, they got one from up in this Orlando area, Rasheed, that I played with you know, for a couple of years. So, so I know they got speed, you know. And number nine, he looked pretty solid. So the quarterback look pretty solid. Defense don't look too bad. They just undersized on the offensive line and defensive line. So we're gonna see if we can expose that. But other than that, and I mean skill wise, they pretty decent. Well, you know it's uh, you know this game is uh, yeah you know we they're, they're always looking to get better, and I you know they they train. Uh, to get better every week, so uh, their the record should be better than what it is. And you know, I think I mean, a I lot of people. Lost, I think one game they lost by like one point to the Cowboys. Yeah. Or something yeah. Like Last that. minute play. Yep. And then it was like you know a couple other close games. So, like I said, you know, like I told the guys, you know, we got to come out. We just got to play. We got to play with our pads and eliminate uh, the penalties as we did last week. You know, we we had maybe one or maybe two penalties last week compared to twenty something against the Phantoms. So that's a, that's the <laughs> difference. You know, what I'm saying that made all the difference in the, between the games. You know, what I'm saying eliminate yeah. the penalties and yeah. mistakes. Yeah. Yeah. What are you telling? We had fifteen against the Bulls. Jesus. Yeah. So you know, what I'm saying you eliminate mistakes. I mean, we can actually do something. The, you know, um, that's what we've been keying on, eliminate the personal fouls and the penalties. You know, that's what practice is based on and all our talks and all our meetings is eliminate yeah. the penalties. And, and every week we get less and less penalties. So hopefully we have a penalty-free game this week, put up some yeah. points and, you know, saying sit some starters now. So that's the ultimate goal because we don't have any bye weeks until we beat the soldiers. So as, 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 and we won't get a bye week if we don't. So that's what we're shooting for. Well, you know, like I said, yeah, uh, you know, you got you. The North is loaded uh, with competition, and to get to that final spot, you you got to go through some tough teams to get there. Well, so. the yeah, yeah you're not, uh, you know, you're not going to get a per se fourth place team, you're going to get a team that could be number one in that fourth spot. Yeah. So, uh, uh, up there, man, with, the, with the Phantoms, wait, the, wait, the Phantoms, the, the Soldiers. That's, that's, that's great. You got the Bulls, the Cougars, or the War Eagles? Yeah. You think any of the three should be the number one seed? No, what I'm saying is that um, those three and fours could be a number one seed in that same division. You're not going to get a per se, uh, a, you know, let's say in the South, 
a team that's fourth that is, you know, a five and five. Losing record. Gotcha. Okay, I got. I got what right. You're what, what I'm saying is, yeah, in in, in the north, you're going to get a team in fourth place that's probably going to be, you know, eight and two or, or nine and one. You know what I'm saying? Or should hey, that four and five game is going to be good? The yeah, that's four what I'm five saying. Four and five, three and six are going to be good. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're going to get a lot so, higher competition in the, in the north. And, I mean, and and that's is, why I was really excited when the Raiders came over because again it's like you guys talk about they're they're highly competitive you know yeah they wanted to go into the north but we need them in the south so that we can create more of that same competitive uh, nature down here like uh, you guys have up there. Yeah, the south is definitely 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 under you know the north is crazy the north is heavy you know yeah. like the you have. I like to finally see that the North actually has some power. Everybody's always said the South is the most dominant. You know, that's been yep. the myth for for years. I think we we were talking about a little bit pre-show about the the Bulls, the Magic City Bulls, having that kind of title here in the South for, for years. Sorry, they, guys. The most, yeah. Well, I'm just saying the rumor. I'm not saying it's fact. We blew it. They beat us. It happened. Well, you know, uh, it happens. But you the, know, uh, we but, say but it every week on any given up. Saturday, Sunday. Man, anybody can get beat. That, uh, that's what's beautiful. Yeah, it's your fault. Uh, hang out, guys. We got a caller, uh, 786. That tells me uh, somebody here from Miami. Uh, who, who's calling in from Miami? What's going on, man? It's Polo. How's everything? It's got to be oh, Polo. All right. Hey, welcome to the this show, guy. Mr. Polo. What's my pleasure? It's my pleasure. How's everybody, how's everybody doing? Uh, we're doing great after Polo. being off a week. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, White? What's going on, my brother? Boy, y'all going to stir some things up down there, huh? It's, honestly, man, it's, 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 you know, in all, in all honesty, man, there's nothing good to say. You know what I'm saying? It's always to lose. And, you know, like, you know, confident in, you know, what we have in our in our roster and everything. So, this is like the first time in a long time where I can like pretty much say it's like we'll be okay, you know. I don't I want to I don't want to toot our own horn, but we'll be fine, you know. Hey, y'all picked up DeAndre. That was a hell. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, I think a lot of people, uh, you know, now that you came in and to the FCFL, I think, uh, you know. Uh, a lot of people predict you guys to to maybe take the south. Uh, um, I know the chief tribe will have a lot to say about that, but uh, I think you know a lot of people knowing uh, you know what the Raiders bring to the table, the experience. Um, I think uh, some people, if they were bet betting, they would bet on uh, the Raiders probably coming out of the south this year. Well, you know, I mean, it's always good. To you know, I mean, but what we're going to do, we don't want to get over overconfident. You know, we want to just take it one game at a time, you know, any given Saturday. Um, and you don't want to become overconfident because, you know, like I say, you know, all it takes is one play. All it takes is one penalty. So what we're going to do is, man, just remain focused and let everybody <laughs> let everybody do the talking, man, and we're just going to do the work on the field, you know? Yeah. Speaking of that one play, uh, that's a great segue. Bradley, uh, take over on that one play. Any given <laughs> one play can win the game from there. 
Yeah, listen, man. Hey, we topping in our kickers. You got to go with them, man. And we knew they had somebody back there, but, uh, you know, there goes the old adage, if you change out your field goal team and the punk get, it gets blocked, you're going to yeah. say, well, why did you change out the field goal team? Yeah. So, well, double-edged sword. He didn't get it. He didn't get it far enough. Mm-hmm. Back, and they won. Well, you know. Yeah, that was, that was, his, man, that was bad. I mean, that's talk about stroke of bad luck. And I don't know if, if, if you guys are familiar, but he's a former Raider. He left like oh. over two games in, and he joined the Bulls. You know, I mean, we like, know who he is. I mean, like, yeah, man, the Bulls roster is full of players of former Browns and former, uh, you know, Raiders and things like that. So they're strong. You know, they're strong, and 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 I, and I gotta commend the fans, man. They they came to play, and it just like I say, yep. it's just that one play, you know. Uh, Bradley, uh, his call just dropped, so we'll wait for him to call back in and uh, get connected back up, but. Uh, but yeah, yeah, it's a great example because it is any given up. Oh, somebody else just dropped. Rob just dropped. Um, any given Sunday, Saturday, Friday, any given day, uh, any team can beat you. And uh, you know we say this sometimes more than than not. Uh, you can beat yourself, which is you know happens a lot. But uh, the Phantoms have a kicker that, you know, is uh, tried and tested, you know, so I would have put my money on them too. Uh, so, Absolutely. you know, that's just one of those things, you know, that uh, it happens. It's well, part of the football. Oh, hey, cool. Yeah, hey, hey, listen, man, it happens. We should have tackled them. But honestly, we that kick shouldn't have came down to there anyways. We had a holding penalty on a beautiful touchdown run. We had holding penalties here. We had two touchdowns called back. It's just – you know, we didn't execute. We had more sure penalties than they did. For Bradley. And it was, uh, I mean, it is what it is. We didn't execute. We didn't finish. We didn't finish a couple drives that we should have had points. We should we should have had at least 28 on the board. There's no getting around it. Yeah, I was Yeah, I was watching the film, and I, told, I totally agree. I totally agree. The thing is, you know, the they, get, the they got score. one lucky, honestly, they got one lucky play. You know, they should have only scored once. They had one real drive. You know, they had a bunch of turnovers. They played sloppy too, but I mean, you give them credit, bro. They played to the last minute. We, you know, we played good for fifty-nine minutes and forty seconds, and they played better at the end. It, it shit, and when you play against that's the all. Bulls, you damn near got to be perfect. Yeah, yeah, that's all, yeah. That's all close. I mean, because the thing is, when I, you know, when we played against them earlier this year, it was uh, I believe like eighteen-six with like four minutes left, and they just came back inside the game. You know what I mean? With with like two minutes left in the game, so that I mean that just goes to tell you, you know what I mean? Like how you know the, what it is? It just comes down to discipline, man. They've been disciplined for years, so that doesn't surprise yeah. me, you know. Yeah, they're yeah. coached well. They're coached well. I was going to say uh, that that's a, a direct reflection of the the coaching staff if they're that that disciplined. So, so hey, so listen, let's talk about the Cardinals and the Chiefs. Man. You want to talk about that? Because I was at that game. I was at that game this uh, Saturday. Yeah. And man, oh, all right. Man, Chiefs took a, took a butt whooping. You know what I mean? They took oh, a real butt whooping. Hey, I want to know the real truth about it. I didn't want to hear Roger's uh, soft side of it. What happened? What happened for real? <laughs> yeah. Not, listen, like, the thing is, when I got there, you know, because, you know, you guys are, you guys all know I'm on that D-Wade program, man. So if the team is not up to par, I'm not playing against so them. I'm not wasting my time and, you know, it's unfortunate, but the Saints felt they fell into that. And, you know, so I, went, I got to the game, like, around the third quarter. 
And at that time, I believe it was like twenty to ten or something like that. And you can just tell, like, the Tar Heels, they controlled the whole game, you know. They didn't have an answer. The Chiefs didn't have an answer, you know. And the the crazy part about it is that the Chiefs has a lot of talent. They, they have do. a lot of talent. They're deep. A lot of They're deep. They're deep. And they're running back. They have a heck of a running back, you know. You, you'll definitely see on this Saturday, um, Bradley, he is very good. And in, in all honesty, man, just the Tar Heels were just a better team that day. Now, what I'm hoping is the Chiefs can bounce back and, and you know, listen, put that game behind them. But a lot of te- a lot of players and a lot of teams can't do that. They'll dwell on that and that'll mess up the whole season. So I'm hoping that they don't do that, especially that they're playing against the Phantoms. But we'll see, man. Yeah. But the Tar Heels are a team that you may may have to take seriously, you know. May. Well. It's a good team. Yeah. <laughs> The uh, the the Chiefs got a tough game. They got a road trip, and uh, they they got to win. I mean, if they lose, they're they're gonna slip. Uh, it's not not the time of year to be in that mode uh, to lose confidence, hey, lose uh, progression. Oh yeah, they're gonna come. And hey, listen, they, hey, listen. They they coming. They've talked. They've talked way too much. We've talked way too much. And uh, nah, there, there's no there's no lag because of that loss. I'm telling you right now. And who doesn't no. want to come to Orlando? So they'll be there. <laughs> Unfortunately, be there I can't sure. make it this weekend. So uh, <laughs> otherwise, I would be there. It's probably the game of the season. I think it was the, you know, probably the the game that most people wanted to see. Uh, at the start of the season, you know, that was the, the matchup that most people wanted to see. Right. And I know there was a lot of John going on uh, preseason about it, so. <laughs> no. Boy, they like to talk. It's okay. Everybody in the like to talk. Hey, it's all good. It's all good. You know. It's all part of the uh, part of the game, you know. Uh, guys, I do have me. I do have a serious question, though, guys. Go ahead. How how did the outlaws lose but win? Okay, well, I think I, I can, can answer, answer that. Um, well, I think the I can answer. answer. I, I, no, the honest answer, from my understanding, like I said, I can't get into the whole logistics of it. Basically, what it what it what it boiled down to that the business aspect the Immortals wasn't taken care of. I don't know if I don't know if that's clear enough, but that's the, that's the clearest I can get it. It was okay. something on the Immortals part that wasn't taken care of, um, amongst a few other things. But that's what I you know that's what I think. Cause I had to get to the bottom of it as well because we all had the question. We all had that question, and you know that's what the best answer that I received. Well, to be honest, it's still in discussion. So, if okay. you look at the stats on the website, nothing has changed. So until it's uh, until it's final, uh, it is what it is. I don't and, understand why it's a taboo issue. It should be a winner or loss. We move on. Well, because the the discussion is yeah, the discussion is not through. So, well, it's um, been. It's been five, six days. How much y'all got to discuss? Did it happen or not? It's a matter of arranging the times to discuss it. And, um, you know, we all have lives just like everybody else. And, you know, when I'm available, you may not be available. 
and vice versa. Uh, one of us on the board works um, night shifts. I work sometimes overnight. So uh, it's just hard to line up everybody's schedule to do it, uh, you know, like we would all want to. I'm not making excuses okay. because, you know, it's all it's always being talked about. It's always something, you know, that's um, uh, amongst us every day. We're, we're constantly talking about other issues and, and whatnot. So it is uh, still a topic of discussion. So I'll leave it at okay. that. No problem. <laughs> All right. On um, to the schedule programming. Yeah. How, how the uh, – how the how the uh, the phantom score got reported as six and zero? Oh, I don't know. So that didn't come from me. So. Uh, I agree with you. I have no idea. Yeah. So. All I know is that we haven't lost a game in the league, and that's all I really. Know. Right. Well, again, you know, it it, it was uh, th- there were other things that were talked about, you know, uh, before the game and whatnot that you may not know about. That's your the owner, and I'm not going to discuss it here openly. So uh, we'll leave that one alone too. <laughs> I don't even know what that but, means. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, like I said, uh, technically that game was supposed to be against the Rise, so we we just okay. Uh, arranged or let's just say there was an arrangement to play the bulls and we allowed it to happen. So. Somebody else? Uh, I'm not sure if they played somebody else this particular weekend, but they did play somebody else on a bye week that they had. Yes, sir. Okay. So then, I mean, what's, there's no question, but okay. Simple. We can move yeah. on. Yeah. No, no. It's all good. You know, it's no big deal. They weren't. Yeah, um, we weren't on their schedule, so it doesn't. doesn't yeah, I don't understand. Yeah. yeah. So, but you know, like I said, uh, maybe who knows? You know, in the future, we'll see uh, what happens down the road. Uh, you know, it was just one of those games. I think both people wanted to see it's happened before between other leagues. Um, you know, I don't have any hard feelings towards the FFA. I've talked to you know, the commissioner before. So, you know, seemed okay. seemed healthy. Uh, nobody got hurt. No issues. Guys both conduct yourself well. So that's, uh, that's a good thing for all of us. So hats off to you guys for being ambassadors from the SFL. We, we try our best, sir. Well, you did. I, you know, like I said, I wasn't, I mean, I think disappointed would be a good word, but you know, I don't think you guys uh, should hang your head by any means. You know, I mean, it's just something to uh, focus on and uh, you know, the kicking game is always, you guys have one of the best kicking games I would say in the FCFL. So I would even, you know, I mean, it's just one of those things. It was a long field goal and uh, it happened. So special teams are one of those things that we all know, are uh, one of the weaknesses that uh, <laughs> win or lose games uh, through one play. And that was one of them, you know, so uh, it's okay. You know, uh, I know coach T's probably upset, still probably uh, mumbling and grumbling, but uh, I'm <laughs> no, sure he'll turn that. the page. It's on to the Chiefs. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was going to say. I'm sure he turned the page real quick and uh, focused all his attention this week on the Chiefs, Tribe Nation coming in into uh, Lake Bradley. 
and Brett Brantley. And uh, I know you guys are prepared. Uh, got anything uh, you want to tell us uh, in preparation? Oh, no, man. Hey, listen, we just got to execute. We execute and we don't have a bunch of penalties. I mean, only us. We can only beat ourselves. We proved it last year against the soldiers in the first half. We, we we shot ourselves in the foot. We finished this season. We shot ourselves against them. You know, the Tar Heels game came down to the end. We threw four interceptions, came out and won. And uh, all we really got to do is just focus, honestly, just execute. And, uh, you know, Gravedigger's defense always comes out. It don't matter who leaves. We just uh, next man up. We've always had that motto. Yeah. And that's the way it should be. Uh, you know, uh, that's uh, why we have these, you know, bench players that are supposed to be, you know, right there training and be ready to pop in uh, and, and next man up. Like you said, it's uh, what it's really all about. Um, and you guys, uh, you know, you guys uh, have this, it seems like you have this never ending uh, line of players coming into the organization as uh, as many of them leave, uh, you guys find a way, you know, in the off season to get more. So it's a great thing. That's off the tour. Well, it's again, it's about way the uh, organization is conducted itself and run and looks in the community. Uh, trust me, you know, you wouldn't be playing at a high school if uh, you know you guys were all sloppy and you know. Uh, not conducted yourself in a productive manner. So that speaks by I appreciate you letting me get some time and talking on here. Y'all have a good night. All right, Bradley. Thank you. Thank you, Yep. All right. You still there, Shane? I know you're having a problem hearing tonight. Yeah. Two minute delay. (laughs) Two minutes. Wow. That's rough. For those of you that uh, didn't know, uh, yeah, Shane had some difficulties, so we had to try a different way, and we got him in, and he's able to to, to talk with me and c- communicate with me, but I just don't have a feed from the radio going back to him uh, via our connection, so he's only able to hear uh, my voice and what I play through the uh, what I play through the wonder if I, well, hmm. let me try some. I could see. But it's probably going to be the, a delay as well if I try to do it through my, my thing. And uh, I'm sure. But nonetheless, uh, so we, uh, we broke down uh, this week's games, or did we get interrupted as we were briefly uh, no, through? We broke them all down. We haven't picked them yet, but we've broken them all down. Yeah, I think that's uh, where we were at, uh, headed towards the Pickums in uh, in uh, in that regard. So if you're ready, uh, I don't know uh, what did you. Uh, I don't. Do we have a season count on you? I know last week you were, or the week before you were pretty good. Uh, yeah, I think I'm about forty and one. The only one I've missed that was uh, the Tarheel one when they let me down. Ah, uh, yes. And you picked them uh, to win in uh, Tribe Nation? No, I was talking about the one that let me down against Orlando. All right. Well, yeah, I picked the uh, Target win last week. I picked the 
actually picked the Bulls to beat the Phantoms. And I picked every game. Did you pick the Cougars, the Cougars over the, the Eagles? Yes, I did. Ah, that was the pick of the week right there. Yes, it was the upset of the week. That was the upset of the – that could be uh, – that could be uh, – that could hurt the uh, could hurt the Eagles uh, if uh, if they start spiraling from here. We'll have to look at their schedule, see where they're at. All right, so let's start with this week's pickums. This is gonna be hard. I'm trying to listen to. Yeah. this. All right, um, we're gonna start with the South game of the week: the Raiders versus the Immortals. And I'm going to take the Raiders. Mm. Now, are they coming to which Raiders? DC? Uh, D- D- are they uh, coming to Homestead? Uh, home a, down there. I mean, is that a home game for the Okay. Yeah. That's a, an away well, game. Now, mind you, um, Immortals haven't done the greatest on the road this season. But I'm taking the Raiders. Yeah, that's a good safe And you got the Outlaws versus the Eagles. Eagles are around. That's a long drive from Pompano. Yeah, taking the Eagles for the upset. Oh, the upset of the week. Uh, what do you think? Close game? Very close. Less than six? Fair enough. I think uh, I think the Eagles may be, uh, Eagles, uh, may be out for some revenge and not uh, – you know, scoring their uh, their machine scoring, um, so it's gonna be it's gonna be a good game. I think I think it'll be a good defensive battle. Uh, we'll see we'll see how it comes out. Yeah, Tar Heels home against the Cudas. Yeah, yeah. Rod's called in with that a little bit. He's got a long drive, and uh, I'll take the Tar Heels for the win. Probably safe bet, but you know, like he said, uh, you know, with all due respect, uh, uh, the Barracudas, uh, they could, they could definitely, uh, they could definitely shock the team, but uh, I think the Tar Heels would definitely have to be on an off night, so we'll see. Yeah, we got the Polk County Rise. Traveling down to St. Pete to play the Bay Area Reapers. I'll take the Reapers for the win. Yeah, it's probably a safe bet. But, you know, Rise have uh, have shown uh, signs of, of uh, you know, scoring uh, a, a little bit more each week. Uh, they, a few games I've watched, they've, they've, they've got a pretty, uh, pretty good defense. But, uh, you know, it's tough. Tough being a new team in the league, especially in the north. I mean, you never get a break. You know, like I said, uh, (laughs) 
when that game they played against the the uh, Largo Raiders was probably a, a good matchup for them. Yeah. You got the Miracle City Cougars traveling down to Largo to play the Largo Raiders. I'll take the Cougars. Yeah, it's probably a safe bet, even though the Cougars are a little banged up. Uh, still got a still got a strong team. Yeah, and the Raiders are still building. They're trying to get better every week, and they're showing improvements. Oh yeah, we uh, I'm seeing uh, you know every week uh, more and more videos of them training and digging in. So uh, hats off to those guys. They're working hard. You got the Cowboys as an away team against the Saints down in Miami. Not far of a travel for them, so. Uh, Saints are two and three. Cowboys are one and four. Cowboys just into. I'm going to take the Cowboys. Hmm. Interesting. But. Uh... Yeah. They've uh, they've shown signs uh, of just like the rise. Uh, they've shown some signs of you know being right there. Um, they just need some, uh, I think, uh, a little more discipline and uh, maybe a couple more weapons, and uh, they'll be uh, they'll be one of those teams that uh, you better not take for granted. Right. There's a lot of talent, uh, you know, where they're at, all in that area. And I'm sure if, uh, you know, Chris was still on, he would attest to that, you know, that whole Fort Lauderdale, uh, North Miami, um, West Palm Beach area is loaded, loaded with talent. So, uh, you know, they shouldn't have any problems finding uh, personnel. That's for sure. Soldiers have a bye week. Tigers have a bye week. Yeah, about time we got a bye week. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, you guys were probably holding your breath going, God, are we ever going to get there? Can I get him? Can I get it off week? <laughs> yeah, we can use it. I bet. Refocus a little bit. Refocus. Uh, how banged up are you guys? Not very, honestly. We're, we have great depth. Yeah. So we're not very banged up. How deep's your roster? How many men? Sixty. Sixty. Random. All right. That's a that's a deep roster. That's what we allow. So you know, sixty-five, sixty, right in there. So uh, yeah, I mean, you, you got to have uh, that many guys to uh, you know ensure you're going to get through the season because uh, some of these teams that had in their thirties, you know, when you lose ten, you're in trouble. So. Yeah, I mean we're we're in our sixties, and honestly, we got guys that play second and third string that could start for other teams. Yeah, that's uh, that's what uh, that's what uh, these quality organizations uh, do. You know, that's why we were just kind of you know talking about with Bradley there the same thing. You know, once you build and establish that uh, rapport, you know, um, that's why the competition's so deep up there in the north. Uh, you, you guys that have built these quality organizations, you guys get guys that are, 
you know, stay loyal and dedicated to those teams and build, you know, championship teams. And, uh, you know, it's a great thing. That's uh, truly what it's all about. And then we got the North game of the week is Orlando Phantoms at home versus the Chiefs. Yeah, this could be, uh, well, we know before the season, it was a, uh, the game of the season. Everybody wanted to see. Well, uh, everybody's been waiting for this one. And, uh, mathematically, if you weigh everything out, I mean, Phantoms beat the Tar Heels, Tar Heels beat the Chiefs. I'm going to take the Phantoms, but I don't think it's going to be a blowout. All right. All right. Yeah. I mean, they've played some teams pretty close this season. And it's not just been, you know, the Cougars, uh, for instance. That game was real close. And, you know, they weren't a powerhouse per se uh, matched up against, like, you guys. You guys' game was close. Um, Tarheo's game was close. Bull's game was close. So... You know, the competition level is right there. You know, uh, I'm sure yeah. Coach T can feel it. You know, I'm sure he can feel it knocking it. Uh, that's why he, uh, you know, does a good job recruiting. And, um, again, you know, hats off to you guys that, uh, you know, put that level up there for everybody else to, uh, you know, look at and admire or, or uh, you know, want to sink your teeth into it and try to achieve it. So, uh Hats off. And yeah, so you, you, you the Phantoms, uh, what do you say? Six, six to 12, 14, or under six? Nah, I, I figure it being about 21, 28. All right. All right. 21, 28. That's fair. Fair enough. Uh, you know, I'd probably say, yeah, if I was going to, you know, if I lived in Vegas and had a, you know, bookie as a friend or something, you know, I would probably say, uh, I'd probably say less than three, considering that, you know, most of those games are, I'd probably say less than, than four. Uh, a lot of those games and those uh, matchups were, were less than that, two, one, um, right. three. So, yeah, but... Uh, Let's see if the Chiefs can, uh, you know, rally the troops and uh, do the same thing that the Tar Heels did to them. You know, get on the bus, hit the highway, and uh, make the best of it and uh, show them who's boss in the FCFL. <laughs> Let's see. Like we all had the Chiefs League until they don't repeat. Yeah, it's their league. You were set, you, you know, and, and like I said, I promised them, and I still have it up there. The banner on the header of our uh, Facebook page, uh, the FCFL Facebook page, has their helmet up there with the label of uh, 2018 champions. So it'll stay there until they're beat, and then uh, the next team will go. Up. So uh, let's go over a few stats. Uh, let's see. Hit up some of these guys because uh, we're 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 looking at the playoffs uh, pretty bright. Uh, I guess we can uh, start talking about that a little bit. You uh, you got uh, 
you got some uh, some favorites here in the South. Uh, what do you see the uh, top six teams uh, seeding in? I just had that written down. Let me see where did I just put that this. Just had that paper. Give me one second, please. Yeah, it's so fun. There we go. I already got it written up. <laughs> I made it earlier this week, and uh, I took it down because some people were complaining. I thought I'd seen it, yeah. I thought I'd seen it somewhere. Yeah. I've been so busy well, this week playing catch-up from uh, going up to, to Gainesville for the weekend. First time I'd ever been up that way, by the way, in uh, no yeah. man's land, Gainesville. Quite the, you call you. You call where you live the sticks. I would call where I was the sticks because uh, I didn't even get like text messages or voicemails till like, like nine hours later. <laughs> it was crazy. You've never been. To, you need to come to our field still because even yeah. in Ocala, like where the Bulls play. Believe it or not, more stuff going on. I had to, I was actually looking in Hudson for a hotel last weekend. That's how crazy it was trying to find a hotel uh, around Gainesville. I ended up staying in Wildwood. Wildwood, yeah, that's right down the road. That's what I said. It's not too far from you guys. No, I tried Crystal Springs. I tried a couple places around Hudson. Nope, 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 nope. Of course, like you said, spring breaks, so... That's how it goes. I was just there today. Drove there, drove back. Not to mention uh, all of the hotels, nothing was below 200 bucks. Nothing. I mean, even Motel 6 was like 350 I was like, what? What are you guys, crazy? No, they weren't. The time of year. All right. Go ahead. As for the playoff seating predictions, I just want to emphasize that everybody understands this is just as of right now and as of the way I feel. Yeah, yeah. This is an okay. official league uh, anything. This, this is, is Shane's pick'ems, so to speak. And it'll and change, obviously, as oh, we go. Sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because there's a lot of scenarios that right now that <laughs> even teams that are on this paper, they make one or two wrong mistakes, and they can be off this paper yeah, real quick. Yeah, they're done. So, in the South, we'll start. Coming in at number six, I see the Tigers being the number six seed. That's probably a good choice. I agree. I see the Saints being the number five seed. Okay, yeah, yeah. I see the Raiders being the number four seed. Okay. Interesting. Right? Because remember the Raiders are coming in yeah, really yeah. previously. Yeah. They've done good so far. Number so. Three, yeah. yeah. Number three seed I see being the Immortals. Okay. Right on. Number two being the Chiefs and number one being the Outlaws. All right. All right. All right. Now, now just to remind everybody how the playoff works. Number one and number two get the bye week. Yep. Number three plays number six. Number four plays number five. Yep. Three and four play at home. Okay. Just for, just reminding everybody because yep. I know they're going to listen to this and come back later and ask questions. Well, yep. What is this? Yeah. 
Okay. Now for the North. Pretty, now, like pretty good. Said, pretty good picks. I, I, I would agree. Obviously, you know, your the stats are right there. Uh, like he said, you know, one or two games. There's how many teams? One, two, three, four, five. One, two, three, four, four, five teams right there. They, like you said, one or two games, and they gone. They're done. You know. Yeah. Division games are are tough right now. The not even non-division right games right now at this point in time of the season. Even if you're you know five and one, or, or five and two, or whatever you are. Uh, can't afford yeah. it. Can't afford it right now. Yeah, because remember the way the season shapes up for the South right now, your top teams could be eight and two. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So then it would come down to head-to-head wins. Yep. Yep. To decide who's number one, who's number two, and who's number three. Yeah, I think uh, last season uh, it came down to uh, a head-to-head matchup. I think uh, something between the the Outlaws and the Vultures ended up going down to points and a head-to-head. Right. So, all right for the North, and this one is real because <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of games right. still to be played. Some of these key games are still to be played in the final week. Yeah, all the way till right. the final week. Yeah. yeah. The final week could play a big part in a certain season. It sure will. All right. Now, at number six, I got the Cougars. Okay. All right. At number five, I got the Bulls. Yeah. At four, I got the War Eagles. Okay. All right. At number three, I got the Tar Heels. Safe bet. Number two is the Soldiers. Okay. And number one is the Phantoms. All right. All right. Safe picks. Safe yeah. picks. Pretty solid. Yeah. Uh, outside of that, you know, like you said, Rise, Reapers, uh, Raiders, probably don't see uh, those guys, you know, clawing at the door. But uh, the Bulls uh, and the War Eagles, you know, definitely trying to mix it up and uh, Cougars in there get those uh, home field advantages because uh, it's going to count. It's going to need it, you know. Uh, traveling in, on the road in the playoffs is probably not the best place to be, but uh, you take it however you can get it. Yeah, I mean, and any of those teams that don't make the playoffs can, in the north, one loss, could change like three positions. Yeah, that's what I mean. You could go from having a, a bye to playing on the road. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, uh, and that's how tough it is, and that's a good thing. Uh, you know, we'd, we'd love to see that yeah. down here in the South. And, you know, second season, uh, you're doing pretty good. Hopefully, like I said, third season we can uh, – you know, tighten it up a little bit, add a few more teams down here in the south, get a little uh, higher competition level, and uh, raise the bar again. All oh, the rumors I've heard. <laughs> oh. Rumors are good. Not even going to go into them. Yeah, no. Uh, yeah. I always used to say back in a previous life, uh, rumors are good as long as I'm starting them. So. <laughs> but. 
a that was a previous life. Yeah. Is talking about you doing something right? Yeah. Well, yeah, I think I just said that to somebody else uh, again uh, the other night. Same thing. If they're talking about you, yeah, uh, it's because you've uh, you've made a name for yourself. So one way or the other, uh, make the best of it. So. Well, let's uh, let's take a look at some of the stats. Uh, we got some more heavy hitters. Uh, some guys putting some numbers up. Quarterbacks are uh, lighting the field up. Yeah, what happened to that top five thing you had up here before? Uh, it's still up there. Just may not be. Uh, yeah. Ah, stupid. Yeah. Yeah. Still up there. Uh, passing leaders. Number five, uh, Darius Davis. Are you there? I'm trying to, yep. Yeah. yeah, I'm here. I'm here. All right. I got it. I got it. I got it. Yeah. Passing leaders. Here it is. Passing average. I don't know how many passing leaders are Oh, okay. There it is. Passing yard leaders. Passing yard leaders uh, so far Darius Davis with 565 yards. Uh, number four, Torrance Brown with 606 yards. Yeah, right now. Number three is Ryan Harrison with 607 yards. Right now. Number two is Matt Parsons with 1,124 yards. That's a lot. And number one is, yes it is, number one is Nick Martino with 1,205 yards. Whew. Yeah, boy, he's lighting it up. You get to like to throw. Or you just you got guys that like to catch. That's what it is. That's what it is. Because I'm sure other guys, uh, other teams like to throw. It's just the catching part. <laughs> yeah. I see those two spots changing this because we don't have a game and they do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, definitely in sight. Uh, less than uh, was it eighty yards or something in there? Eighty something yards. Definitely. So they're gonna have a good game. You know, uh, they're gonna throw the ball around for sure. Playing the Cudas, they'll test them. Oh yeah. And yeah, passing touchdown leaders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Wow, this one's a big category here. Uh, number four, four is Brad Dion from uh, War Eagles with five. Right now. Also at number four, Denorius Graham has five. Right. At number three, Javon Anderson has eight. At number two, Matt Parsons has 17. Jeez, and at number one, Nick Martino has 18. It's a huge separation. From uh, second to uh, you know third and fourth, yeah, huge. So uh, that tells me that uh, you know uh, you guys, uh, those two teams are pretty heavy in, in the red zone when it comes to passing. So, yeah, a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> well, again, it's catching, you know, because again, the other team may have as many attempts as you guys, uh, but you know, attempts and 
scores are two different worlds. Yeah. Uh, let's skip down to rushing yard leaders. Uh, at number five. Uh, oh, okay. From the soldiers, the Sean Ford 111 yard. Yeah. At number four. Yeah, he was the one they called last week. He called, yeah, yeah, that's what I thought, yeah. Yeah, had some good runs. Yeah. And number four is a various tinger with 255 yards. Wow, pretty tight right here. Yeah. And number three, Ronnie Cohen from the Warriors, was 259 yards. Yeah. Four yards separating those two. And number two from the Soldiers, Lunar St. Louis with yeah. 263 yards. Beautiful. Um, and number one, Bobby Brown, not sure where he plays. I can't see it. Huh. It's 332 yards. He leads the league in rushing. Uh, MC Cougars, America City. America um, City Cougars, we'll see them soon. Yeah, I'm surprised. Well, yeah. You know, uh, I'm really I'm surprised that we don't have uh, um, even close to a thousand yard rusher. So. Hmm. Yeah, I know. Hmm. Um, let's go with rushing touchdown leaders. Yeah. At number five, Ryan Harrison with two. At number three from the Soldiers, Lunar St. Louis has three. Yeah. At tied at number three is Mario Davis, who also has three. Yeah. At num- number two, various Tinger has four. And number one is Nick Martino from the Soldiers has five. Huh. That's that's got to be something's up, something's up with that. It's uh, obviously no. not all teams are reporting stats. Uh, yeah. Because you know to have a quarterback who's thrown for a thousand yards in the season to be the the rushing touchdown leader with five is just ludicrous. Uh, yeah, that's honestly that's Nick Martino. I mean, oh no, I'm not. I'm not saying that it's wrong. I'm just saying it's it's wrong that the quarterback uh, is leading that stat over all the running backs. You know, I mean. The running backs union should have called up all the boys and said, "Yo, you gonna let this quarterback beat us or what's up? Let's go." So sounds like the quarterback's being a little greedy. <laughs> <laughs> well, how many passing touchdowns did he have? Eighteen. Yeah. yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, that's that's just crazy. That's what I mean. <laughs> all together, he's got you know twenty three touchdowns. Out of uh, I don't know how many total you scored, but I'm sure it's a heavy percentage of that. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, he might have like a quarter. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say he's got to have at least twenty five, thirty percent in that range if you've you know scored that many uh, yeah. points. Yeah. All right, uh, receiving our leaders. From the West Coast Soldiers, number five, Mark Sexton, uh, 232 yards. At number four, from the West Coast Soldiers, Richard Briscoe with 236. At number three, from the Orlando Phantoms, 
uh, I've been messing with Belton all day, calling him Little Brownie. <laughs> Little Brownie from the Phantoms is Belton Brown Jr. with 255 yards. That's good. Um, from the West Coast Soldier, Darius King with 250 yards. And then number one, um, uh, yeah, you were cutting in and out there. So you're back, I think. Uh, yeah. That was Sean Gordon with 272 yards. Yeah, and uh, I would, you know, think that these guys would be up in the 800, you know, seven, 600 range uh, with, you know, as many yards that are being uh, tossed around by the quarterbacks. Uh, but nonetheless, I mean, when you got uh, deep, a deep squad of receivers, I mean, yeah, as you see on a, the list right there is yeah. three soldiers by themselves yeah. in the 250 yard range. That's what I mean. Right there's 800 uh, just amongst them. So, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, receiving touchdown leaders. Everybody's tied at number one. <laughs> Four. All right. Uh, Senior has four touchdowns. Mark Sextel from the Soldiers has four touchdowns. Quentin Burst from the Soldiers has four touchdowns. Jimmy Kelly from the Tar Heels has four touchdowns. And I think this one's an outlaw. Are Q Young? Yeah, I think so. I'm going to check right now. Thank yeah. you. PBO. Pompano Beach. They oh. all should. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of action going on in the, on the defensive side of the ball. I know there's a lot of fumble recoveries, punch outs, uh, I think uh, I witnessed, uh, like I said, uh, when I was watching, uh, when I went up to Orlando in the Phantoms Tar Heels game, there was like three or three by the Tar Heels in the first half and a couple more by the Phantoms that day. So uh, it's a lot of, a lot of pick ball. Let's go to Sacks for the defensive side. Sacks tied with number four, Ronald Milton Jr. Ronald Mitten has seven. Uh, tied also with number four is Keon Virgil has seven. Uh, at number three from the Soldiers, Tim Gaynor has seven and a half. At number two from Outlaws, Mark Gadsden has eight. Can you hear me? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, and number one from the Soldiers, Cody Shellhammer has 15. Kid's a beast. Yeah, you know, he took a week off. So. <laughs> and he's taking another week off. So. He had to town for a wedding, or he'd probably be at like 19 right now. She's a piece. So, uh, no question, he's going to be an uh, MVP for you guys, for sure. For defenses? He's definitely our yeah. sack leader. Is he a uh, captain on the team? Um, he's just. He's just Cody's just that kid where he's so quiet you don't even know he's there. I mean he's a hundred and ninety pound D end, hundred and ninety pounds soaking wet going against wow. three hundred pound line. Yeah. 
Yeah, well, I mean, that's his like, advantage. Probably, he's got speed. He's got speed. Doesn't quit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like uh, uh, that's what I played a little bit uh, DN when I was a kid or a teenager. Love that spot. Uh, any any time you get that chance to uh, hit the quarterback, it's always fun. <laughs> oh yeah. Our defensive front all races to hit the quarterback first, and somehow he just gets there first. You know, when I got to high school, they wanted me to play quarterback, and I was like, ah, let me think about that real quick. Ah, no. <laughs> I was good at it, but I didn't want to play it, uh, you know, uh, competitively. I play quarterback, you know, and all the gym and the flag football, all that stuff, and the coaches loved it, but I, yeah. I didn't want to be the one getting hit. I, I would rather much be given the hit. That's just me. Sorry. <laughs> I think quarterback is a great position too, uh, you know, but uh, for me competitively, I just, uh, I like to hit. I did kick too. I was a good kicker. So I like that too. That was fun. So, interceptions, we got tied at number four from Tar Heels. We got Khalil Owens Sr. has three. He's tied with Fritzen St. Floor at three. Uh, Ranked number three is Marquise Williams from the Soldiers. He has four. At number two, you got Julius Caesar with five. And at number one, you have Marcel Williams with six. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. think there'll be a lot more interceptions. That's what I say. You know, I think uh, I think there's a lot. Well, maybe if we looked at the list, there's a lot more with uh, two and one, and and maybe just not multiple. Sure. Uh, but six, you know, six for a season. Uh, that's pretty good. I mean, you know. Even in the NFL, uh, six would be a fabulous season for a defensive back. Yeah. And the last category we got is the kick return yards. I don't think we've done this one all year, but I'll yeah. throw it in. It's starting to pile up. At, yeah, I see. Good for important number. At number five from the Orlando Phantoms, I believe it is, Dominique Tarver, average per return. Number four, Kalo Hanna, averaging 36.3 yards per return. At number three, you got uh, Richard Briscoe from the Soldiers, averaging per return. Huh. At number two, you got A.J. Davis, averaging 52 yards per return. That's pretty good. Yeah. And at number one, you got... Marshall from the Orlando Phantoms averaging 67.5 yards per return. How many returns? That's a crazy amount of returns. returns, Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Well, it's kind of weird. I'd probably like to, you know, probably go in and see that stat a little deeper because uh, maybe do the Immortals have their stats up or no? Because, you know, I've watched that guy run a kickoff return. Uh, I think more than once uh, from them this year, so he should have some type of rating. But that's only if uh, they have their stats up. So, look. 
Yeah, I'm looking. I'm looking at that. Mm, they do have some stats up. Yep, they do have some stats. So, huh. so I still have two returns for average seven point five okay hmm. yeah. well yeah you know, yeah the stats are only good if uh you know you put them in mortals got them in it's looking good uh stats are looking better uh you know that's how you get to the all-star game I know some of these guys are probably just banking on getting to the championship and saying, uh, we ain't going to mess with the all-star game, but uh, don't sell you guys short, you know, let them get there uh, regardless of, uh, you know, where you uh, finish at. It'll be coming. It'll be coming in the next two weeks. They'll be like, but coach, I got 12 interceptions and you didn't put the stats in. (laughs) Sorry, well, this guy with five, his coach actually put the stats in. So he goes to the All-Star game. You can watch it. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, like I said, you know, uh, I know some of these guys don't want to mess around with it because whatever, they're focusing on the championship. But, you know, like I said, don't sell you guys short. Uh, you never know where the team's going to end up. If these guys uh, bust their butt all season and played hard and they deserve to get to that All-Star game, and uh, it's the only way we're going to be able to do it fairly and uh, equally is uh, look at the stats, put it up. Let's let the boys uh, play by the numbers and, uh, you know, come out there every week and play. That's how you get there. That's the reward. Yep. Well, uh we got through the stats. We're uh, through the. Did we cover? Did we just cover our first week, or did we go? Uh, did we go? Uh, we week, week seven. Okay. Um. Now we're pretty much getting callers on the line. Yeah. Nobody. Uh. Nobody's called in yet. Uh, I know I got no a caller. few people messaging me, messaging me, but I get that always uh, when we do the show. So. It's good to have you guys out there listening. Uh, uh, like I said, if uh, any of the tribe nation is listening, we'd like for you guys to call in and give us a breakdown on your behalf uh, with the the Tar Heels Nation coming down so graciously to your house and uh, playing you guys. I know it was a rough loss, and uh, we'd love, definitely love to hear about uh, the trip you got coming up to uh, O-Town this weekend and uh, playing the uh, the Mighty Phantoms. Uh, so uh, if you guys are listening, give us a call. Give us a call in. Uh, 646-564-9809. Uh, give us a call. Just uh, throwing it out there. Yeah, well, it's, uh, you know, it's that time of the year again where, we're, uh, you know, we're starting to talk about, uh, you know, well, we're just starting to talk about the playoffs and the All Stars. Uh, I think uh, we uh, started getting some some uh, some views of the hotel rooms and stuff today, uh, where we're going to be staying. So uh, looking pretty good. Uh, 
Yeah, yeah. Caller in. Let's bring the caller in. Hey, caller, uh, you're on uh, FCFL Live with uh, Shane and John. How you doing tonight? Hey, Shane. Hey, John. It's Jason from the War Eagle. Oh, hey, Jason. Okay, How's it going? Oh, not too bad, man. Not too bad. Look forward to this other week. I finally finished holding all my laundry. <laughs> ah, glad we could uh, assist in uh, helping you uh, with your laundry uh, this week. Uh, talk a little bit about the uh, the game with the the Cougars. Uh, I think uh, a lot of people. I know you guys didn't take them lightly, but uh, uh, no, I think no, a lot of teams uh, underestimate them. Yeah, they definitely play well um, together. They sell out for each other, and they play with a lot of heart. You know, it reminds us, it reminded me a lot of how we played our first year. Um, they didn't seem to have, like, the marquee, like, oh, my God, that's the guy you need to watch. But everybody right. played well together, and they were disciplined. And, to be honest with you, there was, like, eight turnovers in that game. The refs, you know, I'm really tired of getting out of the refs. But, and then, like, we just didn't just the drive. It was bad all the way out but a half off to them, they came out, they, they persevered, they got the points when they needed to, and we couldn't produce on offense. So, you know, they got the W, and we definitely got to regroup because, you know, we got the Outlaws this week, we got the Phantoms next week, and then we end the season with the with the uh, Chiefs. <laughs> yeah, you guys, that's what we were talking about a little bit earlier. I'm sure you were listening in, uh, how tough it is, uh, these uh, final games at the end of the season. Uh, can't afford to lose any, or you're going to slip real quick and be playing on the road. Well, that's what you guys want. They want to go to the competition. I went out of my way to the fans, the Chiefs, and the soldiers were on our schedule, and you know they, they're going to get what they ask for. They need to step up and. and how? Uh, it's going to be a big week. It's going to be a real big week. How we? How have you guys uh, been? Prepping for the outlaw nation coming to town. Well, I mean, I think they've all two thousand, so we definitely want yeah. to yeah. like what they like what they got going. They got a couple unique formations on offense that uh, you don't really see too terribly often at this level, and it's going to present some problems as far as personnel concerned and coverages. But we think we got a good plan, and, and we're ready for them. It's just a matter of getting to the game. These guys are hungry. You took two L's in a row after starting off four and L's. They're not happy. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, kind of my consensus. Uh, I'm, you know, I'm in that same boat. I kind of see you guys, uh, you know, uh, digging your heels in and uh, making a statement. Because uh, if uh, you take this one down, it's going to be tough. Going to be tough to get that uh, that morale back up uh, for those last three games, or two games. Yeah, absolutely, but, but I got faith in our guys. Go ahead. Oh, just saying I got faith in our guys. They've been with us for a couple of years now. It's not just a team, it's family over here, family fights, but we all stick together. So I'm not too terribly worried about finishing up the season. Even if we do get an out here, I mean, that's definitely not the plan, but I have faith yeah. in those guys. They're not going to so. Yeah, well, you know, that's that's what this is really all about. Uh you know, is the, the the adversity at the end of the season the uh, struggle to get to the playoffs because uh can't be a champion if you just uh you know throw your uh, hands up and walk away. Say, oh well, you gotta dig in and uh fight in uh every last ounce of energy and 
show them what you've been working hard for. You know, uh, I know that you guys have been working hard. I know that your team is, uh, you know, uh, poised to bounce back. So uh, we'll, we'll wish you guys well. And uh, hopefully you'll uh, come out on top this weekend. I know uh, the Outlaw Nation's probably got uh, got something to say about that. And uh, we got a oh. caller right now calling in from uh, Miami. Uh, who's the caller from Miami, Fort Lauderdale? Hello, you're on with us, FCFL Live. Hello. Hello, yeah, caller. What's going on today? Not much. Who's this? This uh, Peterson from the Immortals. Oh, hey, how you guys doing? Yeah, how y'all doing? Doing good. Good. What are, you what guys, are the uh, week predictions? Oh, well, Shane's had uh, he's had his pickums earlier. Uh, Shane, you want to recap them? Shane, are you there? Yeah, I'm listening. What? Oh, he was. Uh, this is uh, one of the guys from the Immortals. He was uh, calling in to. Uh, he missed the Pickums. He was uh, wanting to uh, know what what the Pickums were. All right, not a problem. Yeah, sorry. The delay is killing me. Yeah, um, that's okay. I had the Phantoms over the Chiefs. I had. Uh, the Cowboys over the Saints. The Cougars Cowboys over the Raiders. The Reapers over the Rise. The Tar Heels over the Cudas. The Eagles over the Outlaws. And the Raiders over the Immortals. Mm-hmm. Nah, nah, yeah. nah, 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 nah. I disagree with the last one. <laughs> the uh, Raiders over the Immortals. Nah, I disagree with that one. Well, that's... Uh, well, we knew we knew that you would, uh, you know, mortal nation, of course, gonna disagree with that. But uh, you know, Don't that's the why. Don't uh, the phantom, not the outlaws. The uh, the Chiefs play the phantom. Yeah. yeah What's like, your pick? I like I like the um, I like the um, I like Chiefs over phantom. All right. All right. I like. Uh, yeah, I like. I'm, I'm like the old war eagles over outlaws. Yeah, I'm All pretty right. much. What's, I'm pretty much sticking with everything he said. What What do you think? Uh, what do you think about the score to the Chiefs Phantoms? Is it going to be less than three, six points, or more? Uh, it'll be. I I see six, six, six. Yeah, I'll stick with six. Over six, <laughs> over six. Good. I say it's going to be tight. I think Shane's right there with you in that six-point range, you know, somewhere in the six to eight. But definitely yeah. going to be a battle, uh, going to be a brawl. I'm sure it's going to be a brawl. She, she, Is that game going to be a live stream? Oh, okay. All right. Uh, I wonder if that's going to be live stream. Uh, it'd be nice. It'd be real nice. I don't know. Hey, we got a caller from uh, Fort Lauderdale, 954 uh, who are you? And you're on with uh, FCFL Live, uh, Shane and John. How can we help you tonight? What's going on, Shane and John? Ah, Mr. DeBarris. How are you, well, sir? Well, I'm great. How's it going? 
Now we have uh, uh, we have uh, Jason on too. So there we go. We got uh, both owners on uh, for this weekend's matchup in uh, in uh, War Eagle Country. Come on, Jason. <laughs> so I know uh, how to practice go tonight, DeBaris. Uh, don't you guys have a uh, weather cooperate for oh, yeah, you tonight? Right. Yeah, practice is good. Uh, got all of our numbers back, so we're good. Ready to play some football. <coughs> Weather was pretty nice. It was uh, a nice 68 degrees out. Good football weather. Yeah, you better take uh, you better take some long johns going up to that part of the country this time of the year. <laughs> Yeah, I got, a got down into the 50s as a high over the weekend when I was up there, man. I was like, wow. If I get too cold, I'll just uh, use one of the uh, racing machine jackets. I'll warm up. <laughs> so, um, about this weekend. We got a lot of uh, heavyweight matchups. I mean, last week we had some turmoil in the top of the power rankings, and this week there's definitely going to be an even bigger shakeup. I'm pretty excited to see what happens. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's going to be a, a, a week to remember in the SFL this week uh, for sure. There's going to be some, some numbers jumbling around, some teams shuffling in and uh, out. Uh, of the playoff race. Uh, some teams are going to lock their seeds uh, this week. Other teams are probably going to see their chances fading away. But uh, we definitely uh, definitely look forward to the Chiefs uh, matchup, uh, the Outlaws, the War Eagles matchup. You guys been uh, studying film on these guys, uh, DeBaris? I don't have any film on him, but he's uh, he's been studying on it, so you know we'll just see what happens when we get there. Yeah, I was gonna say he's got a, a YouTube channel that's loaded with uh, yeah uh, film. Well, so. we, we we like the element of surprise. You know, we <laughs> we studied for uh, for the Barracudas and. You know, that game was really tight when I played our game. So we're just going to play our game this time. Yeah, yeah. What do you think about the uh, the Chiefs-Phantoms game? You got a prediction? Uh, that's going to be a, it's gonna be a good game. Um, I think um, whoever, whoever scores first is going to win. Oh, yeah? Hmm. Let's, put it, let's put it like that. Whoever scores first. They're gonna win the game. You know, the Chiefs have a have a really nice running game. Um, the Phantoms have uh, awesome passing game. So, you know, it, it's just gonna be a mix up. Who, who wants it more? Chiefs have a, have a pretty good receiver, number five. So, you know, we'll, we'll see what it looks like. Uh, we were talking about the running back. Uh, that that young man is a beast. For the Chiefs. Yeah. Yep. Chiefs have a really nice running back. So if they uh, gonna, if they uh, are able to use that asset and just uh, eat the clock up, like you said, and uh, you know put some points on the board, uh, 
But that's tough. Uh, Phantom's got uh, the entire package. Uh, they can hit you from every side, so uh, it's going to be yeah. a good matchup. Have and you, you heard? Know. The... It, may, it may come down to a field goal. So. <laughs> yeah, it may come. It, you know, it has happened to those guys uh, a couple times this year. So uh, yeah, um, I don't think the Chiefs did. The Chiefs have a field goal kicker. Uh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I thought not last sure. year I they may have. I haven't uh, caught one of their games. I was going to say, I, I thought last year they may have had one, or maybe it was the Immortals. I know the Immortals do. But, uh, but, um, but yeah, uh, you know, quite a few big game matchups. Uh, the Immortals and the Raiders, that's, uh, that's a heavy game in the South. Uh, we got one of the Immortals players on right now. He uh, he he doesn't like the prediction, of course. Uh, you know, he, he'd be a fool to make a prediction of the Raiders over the Immortals with that uniform on. So we expect them to uh, we expect them to uh, to contest that that pick. And uh, but uh, I think he picked uh, the Outlaws over the War War Eagles. Is that right, sir? Yeah, I'm going with uh, the now, I changed I change it. I'm going with the Outlaws. Oh. He's right. keeping, keeping it down south. <laughs> I got to see the Outlaws. I'll tell you about, like I said, the Chiefs game is going to come down possibly to a field goal, but that, that Raiders and Immortals game, which I hope is the game of the week that in the south, yeah, that, uh, absolutely. that game right there is going to be electric lines. Yeah, um, I, I believe the so, Immortals too. have... They, they have, I'm not changing they have my pick I'm taking the War Eagles. <laughs> well, yeah, you, 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 I want you to keep it. I want you to be there, too. The Immortals have uh, <laughs> they have about seven or eight vets, and the rest of the team are full of young firecrackers. I'm talking about dynamite. Yeah, These guys, absolutely. They, they, play, they play until the whistle is blown. Um, you know, and, and the Raiders, I mean, you, you got guys that have played together on several different teams. So you have a matchup of guys that, that actually know each other. They've been playing with each other. Um, you know, the Raiders' defense is awesome defense. Um, they have an explosive offense as well. The same with the Immortals. So it's going to be a matchup. It's not going to be a blowout on either side. I believe it's going to be a close game. Um, it's going to be electrifying. It's what it's going to come down to is consistency. Whoever is most consistent with, with running these plays without making mistakes, that's who's going to come out on top. Yeah. Yeah. And like I said earlier, um, and maybe uh, he can give us a little bit of insight on that. The, the mortals ha- had a little bit of trouble early in the season on the road. So, uh, you know, this isn't the time of the season to be. Uh, we had a lot of in- we had a lot of players. Yeah. Yeah. How are you guys looking now? You guys pretty solid now? How's your IR looking? Yeah, we, uh, uh, I'm stopping. We're going to that. We're going to all right, that's what I like to hear. Well, we got uh, two so more callers. Uh, we got two more callers from the south. Uh, who who we got on them from the south? Two more callers. Hello. Hello. Yeah. Hello. Yes. You're on with Shane uh, and John, FCFL Live. Who we got? Steven. Steven. From the Mortals. Oh, another Mortal Nation calling in. All right. Yeah. 
All right. Looks like we may have had uh, another caller may have dropped. It was a uh, 709. So, but, uh, but yeah, um, that's going to be the game of the week for the South for sure is that Immortals uh, Raiders game. I, I hope that one would be live streamed too. Uh, I got to work Saturday night, unfortunately, but I could definitely have my iPad uh, watching a live stream next to me without no problem. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be going live. Uh, and I love to do that too. So now Eagles, uh, War Eagles, Outlaws game. Uh, Jason, you got the ability to live stream that game. Yep, we go live in all of our home games. Actually, Sweet. this year we've, we've switched it up. We're, we're actually doing live in all of our games. I think he does all his games. Sweet. Live. Sweet. Send me a, send me a link uh, later in the week, and I'll uh, definitely add it to my watch list. as I'm, cause it's, uh, Facebook.com forward slash Lord of War Eagle. Oh, okay. So right, Shane cool. was promoting that, you know? Yeah, sweet. He's a good man. I love Shane. Love all you guys. All you guys uh, have made this a great family. If I haven't said that, uh, I want to thank you all again uh, for making the FCFL your home and uh, a place to uh, hopefully, uh, you know, call home in the future. We're working on it uh, every step of the way, every day. It's not a day goes by. I know DeBarris can... (laughs) can attest to that uh, uh, wholeheartedly that there's not a day goes by that uh, we don't talk, eat, sleep, uh, drink, uh, FCFL. So uh, there's always uh, something in the works going on behind the scenes to make it better for you guys, the players, the owners. And uh, next is our officiating. We're going to tackle that in the off season. Uh, we promise. Also, so, uh, to, uh, go ahead. I wanted to, um, you know, throw a little plug out there for for um, one of our greatest supporters um, in the city of Pompano Beach. Absolutely. Edge um, Mary Phillips with uh, uh, PF Insurance. Um, if there's anyone out there that needs uh, any type of insurance, whether it's business insurance, anything. Um, you know, these guys really take care of you. Uh, we use them. And, um, you know, that's just something uh, that I want to put out there. Uh, email address for them is uh, Elizabeth at pushinc.net. And um, like right. I said, just let them know that, you know, the Florida Champion Football League referred them, and they'll definitely take care of them. Hey, great. Um, I know uh, they've been good to us uh, last year and this year. Um, you know, we're we're gonna do something. Uh, uh, you know, to to pay tribute back to uh, Pompano, and uh, I think we're gonna see about doing you know some some bowl games, and hopefully we can incorporate the uh, the officiating training within some of these games or scrimmages that we, uh, we put on, maybe call it an exhibition or whatever, to try to get people uh, more interested into what we do. And uh, I'm, I'm touching a lot of people. I'm, I'm telling you, as I go out uh, and mingle with some of these groups and these crowds, I'm getting a lot of people uh, really interested. Uh, I know Nico from the Immortals called me yesterday 
And uh, he had a meeting uh, here uh, at uh, City Council in Homestead. I couldn't unfortunately make it. I was uh, doing voiceovers and I had a, a show to do at nine with an, another uh, group that I'm with. So um, I apologize uh, publicly for uh, not being able to make it, but I promise, uh, you know, I talked to uh, the, you know, council members and um, uh, chamber of commerce people when I see them, because this, this is really important. We want a lot of you guys in your organizations to be able to touch and, and get inside with the communities that you play in, because it's imperative that you build a relationship uh, in these communities so that you can do uh, more work and be involved with them. Um, you know, DeBarris and his organization has, you know, been highly involved with uh, numerous aspects of the city and helping, um, you know, uh, refurbish. Uh, they were just at a, uh, what was that, uh, Habitat for Homes? Was that what, was that what it was, DeBarris? Uh it, yeah, it was, um, they call it Care Village. It's uh, for aged yeah. out orphans uh, from the age of 18 to 26. And, um, you know, we went over there and had a few of the commissioners and uh, uh, mayor and, you know, people of that sort came out to, to support it. And we completely gave the building a facelift. Um, and, you know, we did the uh, beautification. And it's not in, you know, one of the better neighborhoods. So, Right. It really sticks out now like a sore thumb, you know, on the road, basically, you know, right. sitting a bunch in a bunch of uh, uh, dandelions right now. So it's a good thing. Um, it was for a great cause. You know, we have a lot of a lot of things that we're going to be doing, especially with the little leagues and and with the uh, the seniors in the, in the area. So. Yeah, that's what I say. Uh, tell a lot of these guys, uh, you know, they don't know how tireless uh, you guys work outside of the season to, you know, get your teams ready. And, you know, a lot of this, like you said, is just, you know, kind of uh, politics, so to speak, behind the scenes. But uh, it's a positive f form of it so that, you know, your organization can be you know, in that conversation when it comes to those field openings and, you know, uh, other opportunities in the, uh, in the community to take part in. Uh, I know here, uh, I can tell you, uh, one of the youth leagues I was involved with was kind of like the, you know, uh, a black sheep uh, of the community and never got asked to, to participate in any of the parades and anything like that. And and then a couple of years ago, uh, you know, all of a sudden they made a jump and got into a, you know, a recognizable league um, in the greater Miami area. And lo and behold, boom, you know, now uh, because they had the weight of that league's board and the influential people who sat on that board. Uh, it was very easy for the city now to say, hey, why don't you guys be part of our parade? Hey, why don't you guys go, come on down here for these, uh, you know, fundraisers that we're doing. So there's a, a lot of opportunity for the teams to get involved with the communities and uh, do things that will eventually help them uh, gain, you know, a, a better position uh, when it comes to uh, especially uh, wanting field time. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, a lot of players need to understand that the more you're involved with your community, the more the community will participate in things that you have. 
the more they'll back you on things. Um, I mean, like I said, I I may have, you know, 50% of my players um, that actually live in Tropical Beach, and I have players from everywhere else that actually come together, and, you know, the city embraced us. You know, it's five years later. You know, the city embraced us, and, and we do a lot of things with them. We do a lot of things yeah. with them, for them, and they, you know, return the favor. So, you know, that's why we're, we're, we have the ability of saying, you know, hey, we have several fields that we can open up to anyone that needs to use them whenever they need them, and it's not an issue. It just happens right away. You know, or, hey, you know, if we need to have a meeting, you know, we can have a meeting over here. We can do this, we can do that, and it's not an issue. So I know that in a lot of areas, a lot of, you know, some of these teams, unfortunately, they, they mess it up for the area, and yeah. they really hurt other programs. So you yeah. can't put every program in the same category. You know, exactly. but at the same time, you know, it's not that we handpick the teams that participate. They know what's at jeopardy. They know what other, you know, organizations yep. have done in different areas. And, you know, they don't want to hurt themselves. So yep. it's, a, it's a great thing, especially the giving back. That's, that's the best part about yep. everything, giving back. Yeah, there's no paycheck that can uh, can cover the, the, the reward or the feeling of giving back. Uh, to some something or someone or some organization that truly needs the help. Um, but the classic case and example of what we're talking about here uh, kind of happened to us in the off season last year. Some some just some person went before uh, the city council in Pompano and told them, you know, hey, I'm tired of these semi-pro teams tearing up the field and you know, making yeah. the little league look bad and all this stuff. And we caught wind of it. And then we were like, what? Yeah. You know, he doesn't realize what we do for the community. We're not tearing these fields up. If anything, we're helping pay to have them refurbished before they're seen. Exactly. So go ahead and elaborate guess, a little yeah. bit on that, DeBarris, because this is a great well, yeah, moment. I mean, they, and maybe a... you can elaborate on where we're headed with this, with the partnership that we've created uh, from this whole thing. Definitely. Definitely. Well, I can tell you that uh, we ran into a situation with um, one of the community leaders that didn't know what we did in the city. Um, it was clear when he went up and made a statement, you know, that, you know, the semi-pro teams are tearing up the field and they're playing free and, you know, it's just not. Uh, <laughs> that was the biggest joke more. right there is that they didn't that, pay that anything to play. Like, like dude, <laughs> we, we paid to practice, we pay to play, we pay for everything, you know, and, um, you know, so it, it, we got wind of it, you know, because, again, we do a lot for them, so, you know, hey, you guys need to be at this next meeting because of this, so, you know, we go to the meeting, I reached out to some of our players and players from other organizations that participate in the city, and we went in there, and I made sure that I had packages for each one of the, uh, the commissioners and the city manager. And, you know, I opened up with, this is who we are. And I had, about, I had about 12 players standing behind me, and I had a parent of one player. And let me just the parent that I had, she went up and she spoke, and she said, this team saved my son's life. My son was yep. out selling drugs. He was out breaking into people's houses. But after dealing with coach for two years now, my son has a good job. My son is in school, and he uses this, this team. This is his, his outlet. 
and that's that's what a lot of these players need to understand. Use your organization as an outlet to get somewhere. You know, if you love the sport, yeah. play the sport, but use it as it's an incentive. And you know, we looked up, and as she told the story of her son, you know, two of the commissioners they had tears in their eyes. You know. And they said, well, you know, we didn't bring this up. It was brought up by one of the team leaders. But I can assure you this, you won't have this issue ever again. Yeah. And we let them know exactly who we are. I mean, my team alone, we, we have teachers, you know, we have lifeguards, we have police officers, we have various people that play on the team, as do a lot of teams in, in throughout you know, the SPFL. You know, a lot of these guys have really good jobs. A lot of guys just love the sport. You know, a lot of guys are yep. trying to get somewhere, and that's what the league is trying to do for these guys. You know, we, we've opened doors already. But, um, you know, we've we participated in something that's called the Go Bond. Um, and, I mean, we went hard out there. We went door to door to make sure that these people knew what it would bring to the city. And I can tell you this, two of the parks in Pompano, Mitchell Moore, uh, is going to be uh, – it's going to have a brand-new turf field. Um with uh, bleachers on both sides, um, so yeah. something similar to the Orange Bowl, but it's yep. actually an NFL grant. It's called a grassroots project. And uh, we have Deer Park, which is the entire city. Um, they're actually going to get a complete field of community center, track. Um, everything is going to be turf. They're getting everything redone over there. So they're going to actually get the, the, the higher percentage of what's being done throughout that bond. And it's all headed through the FCFL. We're, the, 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 we're partners with the city of Pompano Beach um, on this venture and the NFL. Yep. So, you know, again, like I said, you guys, you, you may think that you're, you're out there walking and going door to door in vain, but guess what, guys? Do it in your community. Let your community know who you are. And I promise you it's going to come back to you in a positive way. And this is, this is what's happening right now. Absolutely, and this is a a community leader that didn't know and wanted us gone into a community leader that said, "Hey, when is the next game?" So, you know, (laughs) yeah, this is uh, this is uh, hopefully just the 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 start and beginning of the relationship with the NFL that we're we're starting to build. Uh, What Mm -hmm. better way? them to start with uh you know some youth fields and making them better uh they couldn't find a better way to to connect uh you know so they they came directly to us and you know we were of course you know we'll we'll jump on that bus immediately and uh we're going to ride that that train you know till it ends because again you know the the nfl is you know they got deep pockets and they want to make some of these communities better uh, you know, communities equal where you put, where you guys play. So, you know, eventually, hopefully, we can start working these deals in other communities as we go down the road. Yep. And the great thing about it is, you know, what people have to understand is municipalities, they actually adop- adopt what other municipalities do. So, you know, yep. you guys have your owners go out to these uh, city commission meetings and, and find out what needs to be done in the community to help the community and see what happens, you know. Yep. I mean, our, 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 our municipality in Pompano Beach has no problem with reaching out to yours and, 
and saying, hey, you know, this is what we have going, this is what these guys are doing, and this is what they're drinking water with. Yep. So, you know, if you guys want to help your organizations, this goes out to the owners, and, and the players want, want to have better and want more, then, you know, if your owners say, hey, listen, guys, let's go out and do a, a street cleanup or something. It, it's just the smallest things yep. that mean a lot. With these little organizations, go out and, and, and show these kids, give these kids a camp. You know, yep. it, it doesn't hurt to go out with these kids Imperative. and teach them what you know. You know, it gives their the mentorship, and it actually shows them that. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, the mentorship is is uh, invaluable right now. Uh, we cannot have enough positive mentors in the community right now as you all can see around us it's you know evading and crumbling around us and it's because uh very few of us want to stand up and hold our ground for what morals and values we believe in and want to pass on to the next generation so again you know mentorship is key here uh you know anytime you have the ability to do it please uh our hats off and we clap and commend you and 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 applaud you every way, shape, or form. We only got a couple of minutes left at the Barris. I want to hit on some of the details uh, that you know uh, about All-Star Weekend and um, yes. Championship Weekend. Definitely. Well, uh, All-Star Championship Weekend is uh, May 17th through the 19th. Um, we'll be staying at the Sheridan Vistana um, Resort in Orlando. Um, and the championship and all-star game will be at Lake Branch. Um, the all-star game will kick off. The kickoff is at 1 p.m. sharp. They will be kicking off at 1 p.m. sharp. Um, as far as the all-star game, it's going to start at 5.30. So we have the 1 p.m. kickoff for championship, 5.30 for the all-star game. We plan on having a, a great time afterwards. Uh, we're still trying to work out uh, in detail possibly having a banquet uh, yep. for the players and coaches. And, um, you know, again, we're right there in the center of International Drive on Orlando. So it's yep. definitely going to be a great time. The environment is going to be full of positive energy. It's our first one. Last year, you know, we did our we only did a championship game uh, in the city of Pompano yep. Beach, um, you know, with respect of Pompano helping us out with that you know, with our uh, our championship and being a part of the city. So this year we're actually taking off our first annual All-Star Championship Weekend in the, the, the city of Orlando. Now, I could go ahead and give you a teaser of what we're, what we're looking at for next season uh, as but, far as the uh, All-Star Championship. Should I give them a teaser? Well, let's just wait. Let's 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 uh, we'll, we'll give okay, them a little teaser, we'll but on. in a couple of weeks we'll be able to uh, talk more about them. Sounds like a plan. Sounds good to me. So you say, but you next say, season is going to be, yeah, crazy. Crazy. Oh, yeah, next season is going to be electrifying. You said, did you say give them a teaser or wait for the teaser? Yeah, no, let's give them a little teaser, but let's not okay. give it away. I'll, I'll so a, uh, we'll, okay. we'll, we'll give, save that for a couple of weeks. Okay, let's just say, uh, let's just say it's going to be a lot of, Seafood. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> We're going to New England. Yeah. Yeah, let's leave it at that. <laughs> We're going to the Patriots Stadium to play. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
once again, gentlemen, we're out of time. Uh, two hours flies so fast. I don't even do commercials on this one. In my other show, I do commercials every 15 minutes. It flies by even faster. So uh, hats off to you again, Shane. Uh, thanks again. Uh, Jason, thanks again. Uh, DeBarris, you guys have a great game this weekend. Uh, keep it between the lines and uh, have, a, have a great brawl. Uh, Shane, I know you'll be there. Jason, I'm going to be bumming that I'm missing that stinking uh, barbecued sandwich. Trust me. You'll get it eventually. Yeah, I will. All right, guys. Have a great week. We'll catch you again next week. FCFL Live. We're out. Give me some surf and turf. The Bears. I got you. I got you. You're listening to FCFL Live. The show that brings you all the stats, weekly breakdowns, interviews, and next week's picks. Enjoy the show as Shane and John bring you all the info inside the Florida Champion Football League. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.